Welcome to The Sound of Automation, brought to you by Clayton and McCurvey, CPAs for growth-driven businesses. Brian, good morning. Denise, how are you? Good to see you. Welcome Feels back like it's from been Florida. A while. Why, thank you. Glad to be here. It's what, 38 today? Exactly. <laughs> Pretty similar to what you were at in Florida, right? For sure. At least at the beginning. It was. That's, that's true. Um, so I was looking at the agenda, and it looks like you're talking about the very large topic of Industry 4.0. Exactly. The yeah. big umbrella that covers everything. Yeah. Tell me why you chose that topic. Um I mean, there's a million reasons, but I'm curious why you chose it for this. And then my second question is, how is that impacting small to mid-sized companies? Yeah, you know, and that's um, uh, obviously when we were thinking about this and and we wanted to have Tom on. Tom's a a great friend of the firm. um, And everybody talks about Industry 4.0, right? Mm -hmm. And, And it probably means something different to every single person who hears it. And so you can think about the technology aspect of it. There's the robotics, the blockchain, all those different things. But really, to me, the part that, that I see impacting folks and, and really changing the way we do business is, okay, we're no longer constrained by our old technology, our old way of doing things. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't just be a matter of, oh, okay, I'm, I'm now replacing, um, I'm replacing this human operator with a robot and the process is going to keep going the same way. It's knowing that, okay, this, if I'm doing it with a person, they have certain skills and capabilities and things they are going to do better than a robot. And conversely, the robot's going to do things differently and better than, than the human. And so don't just replace one with the other. Right. Figure out how do I adapt my process to get the most out of whatever I'm using. Okay. And, and so uh, in talking with Tom a while back, he had, he had talked about this Project Diamond that we'll get into during the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things, right, where he said, we want to take 3D printing and find a way to, to change the game and, and, and find a way that we can use this in a different way that people aren't really thinking about. Okay. And, and so I think it's a, it's an exciting idea that people can hopefully take away and think about and say, okay, well, yeah, what, how can I take some of these technologies within my business and do things differently? Great. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. All right. I know we've got a lot of topics to cover over the course of this podcast at Industry 4.0. So we'll start with Project Diamond, Tom Kelly from Automation Alley. All right, here All we right. go. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Welcome to the Sound of Automation. Uh, Joining me today is Tom Kelly, the CEO of Automation Alley. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Brian. Oh, thanks for coming. Um, So obviously, you know, we're uh, we're based here in Metro Detroit, so I think most of uh, most of our listeners in the area probably are at least aware of Automation Alley, probably even members of Automation Alley. Uh, but for some of the some of the folks that might be listening outside the state, can you just give us a little bit of the background on what Automation Alley is, what what the focus is? Yeah, so Automation Alley is all things automation, right? So you can get that. <laughs> but automation, uh, how we thought about automation years ago is kind of morphed into what we call Industry 4.0. So Automation Alley is really Michigan's Industry 4.0 Knowledge Center. Mm -hmm. What is Industry 4.0? It stands for the fourth industrial revolution. First was steam, second was Henry Ford in the assembly line meeting electricity, the third was computers and robotics coming on the scene, and now this fourth industrial revolution is the digitization of everything. And the digitization of everything really blows up business models as we understood them through these other industrial revolutions. And the risk is every revolution has played out over decades, but 
at the end of those decades, the players that succeeded going forward were not the players that came in in the dominant positions. That's the risk Michigan has because we invented the second industrial revolution. We own the third, and now this fourth looks a lot different, and we're not very well prepared. So Automation Alley helps companies navigate this industry 4.0 technological shift. Yeah, you know, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on one of those shifts here in a minute. Uh, but but as you say, you know, you think about what happened with Henry Ford and the uh, and the assembly line, right? Mm-hmm. You completely changed the way you know the, the vehicle no longer sat stationary and was kind of cobbled together by by right. you know, expert craftsmen. So it, it's being able to you know not only take these technologies we're looking at and saying, okay, I'm going to replace this human with a robot. But it's saying, hey, the robot can do completely different things than the human operator can do. So let's rethink the whole process, and and we'll touch on that in a little bit you here. Bet. But uh, and this is one of the one of the challenges and the blessings of podcasts. This will exist forever, or at least as long as we continue to host it. <laughs> um, but you mentioned to me yesterday for for companies in the area, and we're recording this in February of mm-hmm. 2021. Uh, th- there's a new uh, program with MEDC that you guys are are offering. Um, yeah, Brian, this is I'm glad you you bring that up. So, Automation Alley has partnered with the MEDC, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, yep. and also partnered with MMTC, uh, the Michigan Manufacturing Technology Center, to make sure that every manufacturer in the state understands what this industry 4.0 shift means, what this digitization means for their business. And so, because of that, the MEDC has um, uh, granted us funds to extend free memberships to all manufacturers in Michigan. And this is really newsworthy because yeah. if you have, there are 12,000 manufacturers in Michigan. Yep. About 10,000 of them are really small and don't really pay attention to what's happening in the world around them. They're focused every day on putting fires out in their manufacturing exactly. plant. And it's so critical that we get the information to them so they can make good choices. Yep. So as an, as Michigan's Industry 4.0 Knowledge Center, to be able to extend membership to all of our manufacturing community and then have that community talk to each other and say, what's working, what's not working? It's really powerful. So we're, we're delighted to be able to do that. And we want everybody to pay attention and say, wow, I didn't know that existed. Let yeah. me get in touch with Automation Alley to do that. Excellent. Yeah. So they, sh- I mean, just go to the website. Just you know, go to automationalley.com. That's right. Excellent. Excellent. So let's, let's get into the exciting stuff here. And this is, and this is really something, uh, you know, and, and when I look at what's happened over the last year with, with COVID and the pandemic and, all, and, and there's been a lot of negative things that have happened. A lot of, a lot of people out of work, a lot of all that stuff. But there's also some really cool things that have happened. And mm-hmm. I think the, the Project Diamond that, that you guys at Automation Alley have put together is one of those cool things, right? That it's taken, um, you know, concepts and things that have been around, right? 3D printers. Mm-hmm. 3D printers have been around for a long time now. Um, but you've come up with a new way, kind of, kind of like I talked about there with the, uh, you know, the Henry Ford and the assembly line taking this thing and now making it something else that we, we couldn't have done before without some of these industry 4.0 te- technologies like blockchain and additive manufacturing and stuff. So, so give right. us a little background on, on Project Diamond. Yeah, so Project Diamond, it, we call it a project, right? Because it's a work in progress. But mm-hmm. Project Diamond evolved uh, th- because of COVID, because of the Federal CARES Act. So Oakland County was the impetus behind this. And they said, you know, we know we need ventilator parts. You got to go back to April of last year when Ford and GM both got $500 million contracts from the federal government to make ventilators. And we said with Oakland County, you know, we, we can build something extraordinary. We can build a network of additive manufacturing 
printers and put them in the hands of all the smalls and then have the smalls band together and behave as a very large. And we can print anything we want if you have an additive manufacturing machine. And so Project Diamond stands for Distributed Independent Agile Manufacturing on Demand. And when you and, and the Project Diamond, we're able to uh, uh, get printers, uh, these additive manufacturing uh, printers, to 300 manufacturers between Oakland and Macomb. Macomb County joined us mm-hmm. in this effort as well. Uh, half of all manufacturing uh, occurs between Oakland and Macomb County. Yep. So we're seeding the market. And these manufacturers now, they're small. They're little manufacturers who never even had... Uh, dabbled in 3D printing before. And now they have these 3D printers and we're able to stitch them all together in a network uh, that allows us to have them behave as one large tier one when we need to. Mm -hmm. We can produce 300 parts at a time. uh, And if those parts take an hour or a day, you can extrapolate out just how big you can be. And so we're very, very proud of what we've done but we're most proud of the community that is now being built around Project Diamond because what these small manufacturers are realizing is innovation, they can control their innovation now. Yep. They can experiment. They can see parts that are on their machines and say, what if I could print that? What would happen? Mm-hmm. And we're actually seeing these stories begin to, to uh, come out uh, around Project Diamond. Very, very exciting project. Yeah, no, you know, and that's it's funny because it's almost like it seems like to some extent 3D printing was a novelty, right? You, you go on YouTube, you can find all sorts of people printing up all sorts of different things out of plastic and that. But, but as you said, you get these things in the hands of engineers and, and their minds start going all over the place of, hey, I'm no, no longer constrained by I can produce this on the mill or the lathe. And so I've got to have, I've got to have draw that I can take the part out. Uh, and so you, you see them inventing tools they can work with or replacing, like you said, hey, we used to have to do this in three pieces because mm-hmm. of how it was manufactured, but now we can do it in one. Absolutely. And, and uh, you, you shared with uh, with me an example yesterday, uh, and, and beyond just functional uh, you know, combinations, there's some cost savings behind it too, right? Yeah, so I'm not going to disclose the company yeah. to, to avoid the embarrassment, but we had <clears throat> we have all these companies, uh, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of manufacturers coming into Automation Alley, picking up their supplies, talking with me. I love talking with every one of them. They all have a story to tell. I want to share just one. Yep. Guy came in, he's the owner of a manufacturing firm, small. He was against additive. And the reason why was because he was like, I don't know what to do with it. I mean, it's like a, it's like a, um, you know, a boondoggle. Why, why would I, you know, give this to my engineers? So he got this Mark Forged printer, which is carbon fiber production capable printer. And, uh, and his, his engineers looked at it and we forced every manufacturer to print what we call a badge, which is a way for us, us to prove that they know how to use their printer. Yep. And he, he said, Tom, I printed the badge and I couldn't believe how functional it was and how strong it was. And so, you know, we, we looked at our machine and there's a part we're buying that's uh, a stainless steel valve and we pay $99 for it. And we thought, I wonder. And so they, they, re, they took their drawing, they converted it to 3D printing, they made a carbon fiber valve and they tested it for 42,000 cycles, which apparently to him was a huge number of life cycles. And he said, this is incredible. He said, guess what, Tom? I went from paying $99 for that one small stainless steel valve. I can now print it myself. Guess what it cost me? He was so proud of this. I said, what? He said, a buck. That is One dollar of material on his machine. And he said, 
I'm now a believer. And I have my engineers are now scouring our machine, thinking of all the things we can do with this printer now. That's the kind of metamorphosis that we need to see in the community yep. around Industry 4.0. Yeah, you know, and, and having a few of my clients who, who actually received the, the printers as well and, you know, have been working with them, you know, similar stories, right, that they're – I think when you look at initially and you say, okay, it's a, it's a $20,000 price tag, whatever, am I going to invest this thinking, well, maybe, maybe my folks will use it. Maybe we'll find an application for it yep. as a business owner. Yeah. It's not, that's not a, um, a risk maybe you're willing to take, uh, especially in a pandemic when you've got salaries Absolutely. to pay and things like that. But every single one of them, I've, I've got one who texts me probably every other week with something new they printed off, you know, and new concepts their guys are going with. And, and really, I think the next level of that is is getting people to start thinking about I'm no longer constrained by what a mill or a lathe or an injection molding die can do uh, and and really learning you know like we were talking about uh, you know there there are software applications out there that say okay this is the part you want to make well here's some different configurations of how it can be done in a 3D printer mm-hmm. uh, yeah and what's really cool about Project Diamond Brian mm-hmm. is so. You know, we're Michigan's Industry 4.0 Knowledge Center. We are shouting from the rooftops, you have to pay attention to additive. You have to pay attention to artificial intelligence. You have to pay attention to VR and AR and all these technologies that are coming. They don't care. These manufacturers don't pay attention to us necessarily, even though we like to think they do. Who they pay attention to is their other manufacturer owners Mm -hmm. that are small and and struggling every day to find that way to stay profitable and viable. And it's that community now that's saying, hey, we got our printer from Automation Alley. Look at all the cool stuff we're doing. And so every other week we have Lunch and Learns where just that community comes together, those 300 manufacturers, and they share stories of what they're doing and they're it's a collaborative bunch and that's really really cool because that's what we want to seed is the network the the community the collaboration and and you know we're going to grow this community 300 to start but the idea is um to build on this and have anybody with printers be able to join our network and collaborate with others yeah because that's really phase two right it it started phase one was the mark forge because obviously Mm -hmm. you need that common language and everybody you know what the hardware is going to do but now phase two is really open it up right absolutely and because we're going to need uh uh, soft plastics hard plastics all kinds of different materials Mm -hmm. that need to be made and mark forge does a great job with carbon fiber and with metal printing but we need all kinds of different companies with different assets Mm -hmm. different 3d printing capabilities to come to the table and one thing i didn't mention was uh for these 300 manufacturers we also bought two very large-scale metal print farms Mm -hmm. and two of the manufacturers agreed to put these print farms in their facilities and make them community assets so now 298 other small manufacturers now have access to uh, a million dollars worth of metal printing fabrication so they can experiment on their printer Mm -hmm. they can print it in carbon if they want to if they need to print it in metal, which is usually out of the reach yeah. of small manufacturers, we now have two metal print farms. So it's really changing 
the face of manufacturing as it's viewed in, in Michigan here. And, and we, we are so delighted to be on the forefront of this experiment. And it is a, an experiment. So we're not, we're not trying to make this as a nonprofit. We, we don't have a profit motive. We merely have an innovation motive. Exactly. Let's innovate and win together, and that's our job. And so it's it's liberating in a lot of ways. No, and that you know, and it's it's amazing to me, you know, sitting here thinking that that was all accomplished in twelve months. It was accomplished in four months. Yeah, four months. We got our contract from from the federal government in Oakland County in August fifteenth, and we will place our last printer probably in the next couple of weeks here. Yeah, and and I think you you had mentioned was it uh, General Motors had set up a hub about thirty. Printers, right? They have an innovation center out of Warren, and they've put 30 printers in there. And we say, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. That's a lot of capacity. But it puts in context just how much capacity we just put into the Michigan yeah, market. Ten times that. Ten times that. All smalls. Smalls tend to be the players that build the jobs, stay in Michigan, educate our children. It's the smalls you want to nurture. Yeah. But the smalls didn't know how to play on this big 3D printing stage, yep. and we just gave them license to do so. And we're we're uh, so excited to just learn what they're going to learn, exactly. and see if we can do a better job of saying, okay, what's the 301st printer look like? What's the 600th printer look like? Right? And if we get to that point, uh, we'll change Michigan forever. And, and we're so thrilled. Oh yeah, and that's you know the the technology piece aside. I mean the 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 rate at which the technology is changing is is amazing. And the, the part that, that we often see that, that's playing catch-up is exactly what, what Automation Alley did right here. How do, you, how do you take this technology and create an innovative new process with it? You know, uh, I, I think about it, if, if I'm a business owner and I'm investing $20,000 into my printer, I'm going to do everything I can to, to, to maximize that printer and get my return mm -hmm. on investment. I'm not necessarily going to think, hey, I need to talk to my buddy down the street and get him to get one too. Mm -hmm. And then let's come up with a way we can network those two together. So that to me is kind of the beauty of Automation Alley. And I think we see this somewhat from our side as, uh, you know, as uh, CPAs, is we get to see what a lot of businesses are doing and what works, what doesn't work. And so you guys could kind of stand above the fray and say, hey, look, here's this blockchain networking technology we're going we're gonna to implement over the top of this. You guys just need to participate and provide us the, the resources. And, and that, to me, is you know, the, the big takeaway that I see, mm -hmm. that how do you now take this? Okay, so this is printers. This is just one example. That's right. So now let's look at, and something we talk about a lot within our client base is uh, you, you take a, a system integrator, for example. They maybe started out as a controls company or a machine builder. And because there was enough requests from clients, they, they added the controls piece or they added the machine build piece. But that's not their core strength. Well, now you could almost use that same networking technology and say, hey, I've got this job and I'm going to take care of the controls, but I need someone to build the machine. Okay. It goes out to the network. Mm -hmm. The next hand comes up and now, you know, it's the, it's the whole rising tides raise all ships, right? That's exactly right. And something you touched on that, that's, that's important is most 3D printers sit idle most of the time. Mm -hmm. And that is very costly. They're like cars. You drive them 4% of the time, 96% of the time they're in your driveway or at your place of work. 3D printers function a lot like that. They say, well, they're good for prototyping. Hey, we did this, you know, we had a, a big prototyping uh, project. Okay, that's done, and now there's nothing. You have to get these printers to be productive. And we want these printers to function like cash registers. So the joke we make is, I want the business owner at, at, at the, this, this, this manufacturer to look over and say, hey, my printer's going again. I don't know what it's making, but it's making me money. 
right? Because yeah. you can do that. Once you build a network like this, um, you, you all can participate. And you want that printer just humming all the time. And the only way to do that is to be collaborative, not competitive. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think you used the example yesterday when we were talking that, uh, you know, if I'm, a, if I'm one of these small to mid-sized you know, manufacturing companies and this lead comes in the door, need 10,000 pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to take me three years to print. I, I can't take right. that order. But now, and, and that's really where, where Automation Halley hopes this goes, mm-hmm. right, is that the members of the network mm-hmm. are the ones bringing in the work. And it's like, okay, hey, guys, we got this 10,000-piece order. goes out to all 300 machines. And, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a different way. You know, now you've got everybody feeding the sales pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're able to do what you're talking about there. Keep that printer going full time. Yeah, I might not be printing stuff for my customers, but it's getting utilized and, and, you know, there's profit sharing and all that goes along with it. So it's, yeah, that's, it's exciting. It, it is exciting. Yeah. We're, we're, we're looking forward to where this goes and that's why we call it specifically project diamond. It's an, a grand experiment. It's uh, you know, let's, let's put a man on the moon, so to speak <laughs> and do something really extraordinary for Michigan. Because I think over the last couple decades, manufacturers in Michigan, the small ones, have felt battered and tired and you know everything's about leaning and being 10% less expensive than the year before and and it's just a constant struggle well once but they're great innovators yep. and they never had a mechanism really to unlock that innovation in a way that allowed them to control it 3D printing does that and so what we if anybody's listening in manufacturing I don't care if you're in Michigan or not if you're a small manufacturer you need to understand 3D printing. You need to understand additive, and you absolutely need to make sure that you know what your business model will look like around that, because that is the future. Yeah, and and you know, in a way, this just kind of dawned on me as we were talking here. But uh, t- tying it back to that that MEDC grant, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of the same thing. There's there's probably a lot of businesses out there who've been like, yeah, I'm aware, and I know because we we talk to a lot of businesses in the industry. Yeah, I'm aware of Automation Alley. We've we've never really gotten. A, well, now you got a chance to get involved right. and see, and and these are really the things. Again, like I said, you, you sit above the fray, so these are the things you uh, Automation Alley is able to bring to the table. And now the business owners they don't have to go out and research these things mm-hmm. on them on their own. You're bringing the content to them. You're showing them what's out there. Uh, you know, I've attended a lot of the tech takeovers that members put on. You know, mm-hmm. we put on some ourselves, and and it's a great way to share knowledge and just work with other people in the space who are struggling through the same problems you're struggling through and and more minds come up with better ideas more ideas and and so uh, well it's brian it's almost unmanageable today technology is moving so fast that we need people like clayton mccurvey that say hey we're we we understand this sliver of the market but when you talk about all of the technologies like i said ai and vr and ar and uh, industrial internet of things and and new materials that are coming it's no longer can one company handle their own r&d yeah and understand the decisions they need to make. They need a community. And that's why Automation Alley, you know, we have a 20-year history, but Automation Alley, only for the last four have we been Michigan's, trying to be Michigan's Industry 4.0 Knowledge Center. So a lot of people have preconceived notions of what Automation Alley is or was. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is look at us again, Mm -hmm. because you will be shocked to understand or learn what we're doing today and how we're building a community around understanding the, the, the rapid pace of change uh, around technology. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Tom, hey, I really appreciate the time today, and I, I hope the, 
the audience listening out there, you know, take away a few things. And, and, and for those of you out there who aren't involved in Automation Alley, or maybe you were and you dropped away, like Tom said, check it out. Come back in. There's there's a lot of exciting things going on right now, and, and you don't want to miss out. Yeah. You, want, you want to be part of that. And you can't beat free. Come exactly. on. <laughs> if you're a manufacturer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, well, thank you, Brian. I've, I've really enjoyed being here today. Excellent. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like us, subscribe, and share on social. To learn more about Clayton and McCurvey, visit us at ClaytonMcCurvey.com. That's C-L-A-Y-T-O-N-M-C-K-E-R-V-E-Y.com. We thrive on finding the opportunities and solutions you deserve.